0: Hello there. This is Brendan, middle child, editor, everyone's favorite Jonas brother. Now, between the turkey-induced comas and nor'easters hitting up all our uh, respective homes, we just didn't have the opportunity to record uh, this week's episode. So instead, we're going to kick off the Moss Chris season by doing a re-release of our episode of Passengers. Tune in next time when we will do our new Moss Chris episode, Snow Piercer. Until then, enjoy.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Pepin, and I could not sleep thinking about this movie.
2: I'm Alex, and I'd prefer to just stay awake the entire trip.
1: <laughs> no,
2: Oostasis oh, oh, stasis for me i'm watching this this entire thing
3: uh i'm cat and i'm packing a knife into my cryo chamber
0: (laughs) and i'm brendan and if i was the chief engineer at the homestead company i'd be firing the qa team (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what movie are we talking about pippin
1: today we're talking about the movie passengers so spoilers are bound The movie features, so our discussion may bring up, thoughts of suicide and abusive relationship dynamics. If you want other specific content warnings, check out the show notes on com. Though I think that covers a lot of it. Yeah.
0: Uh, That's a couple of the biggies, yeah.
1: Just in case. Just in case. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who haven't seen the movie, the summary from Google is... On a routine journey through space to a new home, two passengers, sleeping in suspended animation, are awakened 90 years too early when their ship malfunctions. As Jim and Aurora face living the rest of their lives on board with every luxury they could ever ask for, they begin to fall for each other, unable to deny their intense attraction (laughs) until they discover the ship is in grave danger.
3: That's not what happened.
1: With the lives of five thousand sleeping passengers at stake, only Jim and Aurora can save them all.
2: And Lawrence Freshburn. Yeah, <laughs> but oh. that's a that that's a that's a reveal
0: later oh, on no. in the story. Oh my god! Hey, we already gave them the spoiler warnings. Oh, oh, that's fair. That's fair. So,
1: can I take a moment? Yep. Yeah. Do it. Just that right if, there. Just <laughs> and I'll tell you how became the
3: Fresh Prince of Bel Air. We- <laughs>
4: <laughs> Chill out, i smell, know that
3: smell cool and shooting some b outside of the school
2: well, a couple of guys who are up to no good t- took me out of my suspended animation without my, against my will <laughs> yeah
3: and then somehow there was chris pratt oh hey by the way you guys happy moss chris oh. happy moss chris happy
1: moss chris so, for everyone who's unaware because holding on sequitur Batman, Moth Chris is when we celebrate all the famous Chrises of Hollywood. And you'd think first we'd go for your Chris Pines, your Chris Evans, your <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie's. Why would you think that? What?
2: Your Chris Hemsworth's.
1: <laughs>
0: There's a lot of Chrises. A lot of Christopher Walken's.
1: Chris. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Mm. Uh. But we are going for Chris
0: Pratt. Yeah. And because Passengers is kind of low-hanging fruit and and (sighs) recent.
3: True. There you go. True.
0: Yeah.
3: So this is how we're celebrating the holiday season, everybody. Moss Chris.
0: So.
4: uh, Oh, wait. Tip Tip
3: wanted to go first here on this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that if
1: this movie were actually about that summary,
0: (laughs) 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 yeah, I'd kind Uh, of be on board. Well, this is, I think, a classic story. So, so uh, of a author holding the original concept, um, sacred. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, I actually, like, decided to look into a little bit of the history and believe it or not, from the original draft of the script, I believe it was always Chris Pratt's character waking up Aurora. Uh-huh. That always happens. Why? Cause I'm thinking, if they wanted to try and be clever i think they wanted to try and do the it's the protagonist doing a bad thing and a redemption arc by the end of the story and not really thinking through that damn that's a monstrous thing that he did it's right so
4: creepy oh god
0: it was the yeah worst.
3: you'll learn to love me oh god <clears throat>
0: and also while i loved the bartender the robot bartender
3: why what i'm not dying
0: why you love him i'm just why was he the only one who looked like a human because it's your bartender pippin come on i didn't have a problem with the, the robot bartender he was fun but honestly, again, as the chief engineer of the Homestead Company, I would not have the enabling functionality turned on. <laughs> You'd think that'd be a key parameter in a bartending AI that I write, correct?
3: You want to have some more booze? You want to wake up everybody? You want to uh, have some questionable relationships? Sure! You do you, buddy! His primary
2: function is to get you to drink. Mm. <laughs>
1: Keep your prime directive
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alexa get me smashed <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man I would totally man if Alexa could do that oh my god hmm. alien uh, robot overlords were not whatever
0: and I think anyway uh, g- going back to the original issue I guess that that's kind of the big problem with the movie is that I think for many people Chris Pratt's character kind of crossed that moral event horizon right yes
3: Yeah. oh yeah corollary to that is that we're expected to be okay with it because he didn't mean it he was so lonely and therefore it was totally okay and like and oh, he no, later he was he, sorry oh he said he was sorry and like later uh don't worry i'll sacrifice my life for yours i'm real sorry well like okay well good fuck off die <laughs> yeah
0: yeah the the realistic ending of the movie is just like oh i can go back into cryosleep Bye.
3: Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're still expected to sympathize with him when we were being built up not to.
3: I mean, here's the thing. I I will say they did do a good job of really, like, he had a year to go fucking nuts. The Mm -hmm. second they made the person he woke up be a girl... That he was attracted to. Yes. That's yeah. That's when I checked the fuck out.
0: There were creepy relationship connotations with all that.
3: He yeah. fell in love with her while Ugh. she was sleeping. But wait, guys. Aurora, get it? Sleeping Beauty? <laughs> oh. get, it? get it? I'm a
0: dumb-dub, and I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> she oh. was in a glass
3: coffin.
2: Oh, So she's both Aurora and Sleeping Beauty. Or know what I mean? Da-da-da-ha. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: You know when you know he offered her the the, the new stasis chamber in the med bay, and he said, "I'll come visit you." I was no. like, "No,
0: no." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also <laughs> priority command, lock this room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and also, I I wrote in my notes, "You'll last a year, and then you'll wake up some other poor girl."
3: Oh my god! And can mm. you imagine? I'm sorry, but like that that gets into some serious grim fairy tale level of like then she wakes up from being frozen she's got twins
4: what Mm.
1: how Um. i did wonder how birth control worked in this movie uh, well, it's,
0: it's the super future space, so one presumes they have the good stuff.
3: One presumes that women have the rights over their own bodies, Pip, in the future. I mean, come
1: on. Because otherwise there's a whole bunch of kids running around with all the other passengers wake up.
0: Um, How did the
3: birds get there? Um, they unfroze them.
0: Yeah, unfrozen. Yeah, because they're selfish
3: yep selfish assholes
0: also fun fact with the original uh screenplay mm-hmm. the crisis that happens is not so much that the uh, reactor is failing or something like that that's fixed pretty easily actually mm-hmm. the big crisis is that all the other life pods basically got, or not life pods a uh, hibernation pods got jettisoned in the course of the cataclysm or whatever oh wow oh, whoa. whoops and so it's only those two left at the very end of the movie. And oh, the no. original closing shot of the movie, oh. it's gonna get worse. Oh no. Is oh. that a whole bunch of people disembark the, uh, the ship and it's all their descendants. Oh, oh no.
3: Wow. Mm, that is not enough genetic diversity. Not at all.
0: Nope. Nope. Not, not in 90 years. Not, <laughs> oh, wow. no.
3: Nope. I, no. yeah. oh yeah. Oh.
0: so that didn't make the first cut um
3: good god oh, yeah. god and this spent
0: about what nine years in in development you know really? it's kind of one of those yeah it was the was it the blacklist or,
3: or oh yeah yeah
0: the the scripts that um some people liked and
3: no the blacklist is it's a it, it's a place that you can submit your uh screenplays uh without having to go through uh some of the usual shenanigans and then it's sort of in a repository and people can come and review them and like it, it's it's like a subscription basis uh, monthly or yearly fee or something like that but um, I mean hell in my dreams I think of uh, writing a screenplay and sticking it on the blacklist it's um
0: just see what happens
3: yeah see what happens and also to get some feedback people do feedback there it's quite nice huh.
0: yeah and, and there are a number of successful movies that came out from there oh, yeah. too I think Argo was one huh chronicle i believe Hmm. there's a few
3: they also coincidentally have a fantastic i think it's them have a fantastic resource of screenplays you can download to review and read which i absolutely recommend for anybody who is looking to write their own screenplays that's absolutely like step one is to read other ones
0: yep (laughs) and then kind of do what we do and pretend you can you know (laughs) fix everything
3: (laughs) (laughs) what can you learn from this what can you not learn? <laughs> what
1: do you throw against the wall and go? I can do better than
3: that. There you
0: go. Uh, but but what else? What else in, in the back back to the movie as was presented to us? Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: can I take a moment to say that it's kind of uncomfortable that they introduce a black guy and kill him kill him off in ten minutes? The one black guy, yeah. the one and only black mm-hmm. guy, the one and only one?
3: one, yeah, yeah, the one and only mm-hmm. one, yeah. And his only role is to say, "By the way, the ships broke."
0: <laughs> uh, uh he did something else kind of creepy too like yeah yeah he kind of judged chris pratt's character there briefly not enough. but also as he was dying it's like oh, yeah. you two have to take care of each other
3: Goddamn. Goddamn. it's oh, good yeah. thing the patriarchy showed up and said you know what i bless this union huh. <laughs> you know what little lady it's not that bad
0: <laughs> I mean, come on, huh? Uh?
1: She could have been
3: a dog, am I saying? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Take it from me, a guy dying. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: Ugh. Ugh. <sighs> Side note, I will say I do like the setup.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I love that we got a sleeper ship story out there.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I think that this was really ripe for a lot of different kinds of stories. And I hate to say it, if they had just committed to the Adam and Eve parallel and made it more symbolic than necessarily action adventure romance plot then maybe i could have gone for that too
0: well here's the thing i think the setting was really good i love the setting mm-hmm. i thought script choices aside i thought chris pratt did a pretty good job mm-hmm. um yeah. you know, i thought it was i thought overall it was well acted
3: Yep. For what it was, it was well acted.
0: Yeah. I didn't think there was really any kind of poor directing. Mm-hmm. From what I can tell, it was like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, it's cool. You know, good, good editing, good, good action, all that.
3: The set was lovely. I believed it to be a gigantic ship. Yeah. It was yeah. like
0: a giant cruise ship in space that was breaking. <laughs> that, that, that got conveyed.
3: I felt like
1: there were some, uh, visual references to 2000, 2001. Uh, space Mm -hmm. odyssey yep
0: the rotating rings and all that like
1: a couple moments where everyone went "Ah, i recognize that
0: (laughs) i i believe uh, we we talked about the the bartender i think he was dressed up to look like the bartender from the shining i think so too
3: yeah which let's get back to that in a second
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if you and I have similar story treatments
4: standards. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs>
3: I will also say that I really appreciated that they solved the problem of uh, why not wake up any of the crew because the crew were in a separate fucking place behind a big old wall. That Miss- is a simple, easy Fuck you. I love that.
0: <laughs> though though I would have been spending about like five years breaking into the crew cabins because oh, yeah. if I'm waking anybody up on this boat, it's gonna be the crew because it's their damn mm-hmm. fault. <laughs>
3: Although I have to wonder, like, what about ductwork? I mean, surely it's not just a fucking door. Mm. Yeah, they have to get air. Yeah. Do they? That's a good question.
0: <laughs> Do they? <laughs> well, ask the Homestead Corporation. Nothing ever breaks. Ever. Uh,
1: ever. I mean ugh, I feel like there should have been fail safes.
2: There were. There are manual overrides. For the reactor. So that they were able to go, this is a situation that could happen. And yet.
0: <laughs> the reactor could completely melt down and blow up. We better put a, sh- uh, a switch on that.
3: Everything else, it's fine. Not the pods. Uh,
2: question, who's going to uh, pull that switch?
0: Oh. You're fired.
4: <laughs>
3: oh, hey, Pip, speaking of, uh, of our plots being similar, I think that they are, but... Actually, I'm going to ask that you go before me. Maybe not first of all of us, but you before me.
0: Okay. Are are we ready to start talking about fixes? Then I think because I I have a i have a simple fix in mind. I think
1: do it. Yeah, do the thing.
0: So here's the thing that I kind of set forth on is I wanted to try and approach this with keeping the characters as they are because you know hiring new actors. I'm kind of assuming like somebody comes up to me is like, oh crap. Uh, test audiences hated this. What the hell am I going to do? Brendan, we need you. And I'm like, I'm on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You've had this dream, haven't you? <laughs> and
0: the thing is, I'm actually going to keep a lot of the beginning part of the movie. I mean, heck, even including, you know, um the very emotional moment when, you know, Chris Pratt, after a year alone, is thinking about airlocking himself.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe, you know, trips and falls on Jennifer Lawrence's uh, (laughs) pod and all that. But here's where things get weird. So I am bringing in uh, the character Gus, uh, who is Lawrence Fishburne's character,
4: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, in a different way. (laughs)
4: Because
0: the way I figure it, Gus is now the pilot of the ship and he's been awake this entire time. That is the fix I'm doing here. Gus has started going space crazy. You know, he was actually oh. the re, uh, the first person to wake up and he's been awake or whatever for much much longer. Would say like 20 years. That's why he looks a lot older than say Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence
4: because mm. he's been
0: awake longer and is totally freaking nuts. So, and then he sees chris pratt starting to go cray cray maybe he starts thinking like oh hey he's talking to a pod here idea <laughs> and kind of starts playing with you know kind of manipulating people's lives causes her pod to fail while chris pratt's unaware so basically the middle part of the movie kind of plays out similarly it's just chris pratt being confused as fuck and jennifer Lawrence being absolutely convinced that he killed her more mm. or less. Yeah. That, that same kind of confrontation, but not having Chris Pratt himself cross that moral event horizon. Does that make sense?
3: So you're um, saying that, that Larry would be the one who unfroze. Yeah.
0: Her? Yeah.
3: Was Larry Especially the one having, who unfroze Chris or Jim or whatever his name is?
0: Uh, Jim. Yeah. Um, not sure yet. Okay. That, that, that would be per the revision process to see if it flows better one way or the other. Mm. Cause the thing is, the ship is still broken as fuck. Mm-hmm. Things, things are, you know, starting to cascade more. But like the ship's pilot, it's pretty much starting to break because he's, you know, neglected his duties, as it were. Mm. And again, space crazy.
3: Space crazy.
0: So that's my thought. And then rather than this kind of silly fusion core Chris Pratt getting vented out into space with a heat shield that he removed using a blowtorch. <laughs> <laughs> That Sorry. happened.
1: Sorry, None of the science works in this movie.
0: Instead of that, it could be eventually you have, you know, the, the characters of Jim and Aurora reconciling, figuring out that no, Jim wasn't full of shit. There was this uh, malevolent actor kind of pulling the strings and now is kind of sending like those cute little robots. That we, those Roomba robots, for instance, could be like sending them to kill them. All th- th- a bit more of a antagonist rather than our protagonist doing a really shitty thing, and then everything on the ship breaks, so they gotta mend their fences. Mm-hmm. I mean there's still that element, but I'm just thinking, I just want to have human versus human conflict mm-hmm. rather than having our hero quote unquote do a despicable thing that kind of draws almost everybody out of the story, yeah, so that's my approach.
3: I love that because I completely forgot about Larry as a character. Uh, like I just am yeah. like, oh, obviously you just get rid of him, but you have taken that and and made him vaguely useful.
1: You gave you gave him a role worthy of Lawrence
3: Fishburne. Ah, very good yeah.
0: point. I think Lawrence Fishburne could pull off the friendly enough at first but then it's like something's a little off um what
3: he would get the both the audience and the characters themselves being like oh this is a guy in charge he's you know uh, if he's telling us something then that must be legit and then Mm -hmm. no it isn't
0: he's actually uh shitty yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh aurora can
2: you know think it was jim that did it was she finds jim's notebook
0: like if i were to do this notebook would she yeah that's the thing i'd be keeping a lot of that pre-jennifer lawrence being woken up dialogue on uh chris uh, pratt's part Mm -hmm. like confiding with the bartender and as far as the bartender knows chris pratt did it but then you know maybe you know chris pratt going like no seriously i didn't do it (laughs) or or maybe you know uh, the bartender is kind of being manipulated by you know say the ship's pilot mm. uh Lawrence fishburne to lie and manipulate the character
3: well and that would also allow for chris pratt to remain the main character and not yes um because that was I-, I think an issue that a lot of people when they were watching it pointed out which is that we are expected to stay in his corner as it were yeah. Um, yeah. even though the story goes kind of not in his way uh, by the end. No. But if you do that, then he's faced with multiple mysteries, and of course, faced with the issue of having to try to s- save whatever's going on with Aurora mm-hmm. after a breach of trust, which isn't actually his fault.
0: And for all I know, maybe this is again, I'd have to commit to writing some more of this and figure out whether or not it's too sketchy or not, but like maybe. Lawrence Fishburne has the idea of like, oh, Jim is the scapegoat. I can look good by comparison or something like that, you know, yeah. a really shitty thing.
4: Mm-hmm. But
0: then, you know, he gets the moral comeuppance by the end of the movie and maybe he gets airlocked or shot out the fusion core instead of Chris Pratt. <laughs> I don't know.
3: Either that or he started keeping, you know, keeping a terrarium. And then these humans, Jim and Aurora, are just the <laughs> next stage. Of carefully creating a little tiny garden just for himself.
0: Well, because uh, c- part of what had me thinking about this was actually looking at the original screenplay. Mm-hmm. It was established that um, Lawrence Fishburne's character has been doing this for 600 years real time. You know, most of it in cryosleep, but he's left era is behind practically Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking that's he's finally broken you know kind of doing maybe what jennifer lawrence's life plan was (laughs) in in the movie where she wanted to fly out and then fly back yay Uh, quick aside
4: who Uh does
0: that
1: how does she have the money for that as a writer
0: (laughs) 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 it's implied that she comes from money already her
1: dad was a
0: writer and she writes for the future New York Times.
3: And we all know the New York Times writers are paid extremely well. Uh, maybe yeah. she got her ticket comped. <laughs> there, you know, maybe. Um, I was thinking more like on a personal level, how could she – that going that- away party
2: was a bummer. How were they happy for her? That should have been a fucking wait. <laughs> Where <laughs> –
3: you're dead to us, yeah. Except for her best friend, who was fucking like about to confess her love.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: don't don't go, don't go.
4: <laughs> oh. I, I, I guess you're gonna go. I don't understand why, but like, I guess you're gonna go. You know how I
1: jokingly judge your life choices? That's your a uh, best friend right now. I am seriously judging your life choices.
3: <laughs> I would have loved it if he like woke her up and then it turned out that she was totally gay. <laughs> right? She's like, I can't believe I left my best friend behind. I should have stayed with oh,
2: her. Oh, God. I loved her. Oh, like a like family? No. No. Like a dog? Like
3: a sister. <laughs>
2: hmm.
3: no. Like an
0: awesome, awesome sister. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like
1: you
0: your mailman.
1: What? Mm. <laughs> what kind of relationship <laughs> did you have with your mailman?
3: <laughs> so.
0: So uh, any other thoughts with, uh, with my little fix there? Like, there, I think there's definite room for improvements. And again, this is. Just me kind of spitballing ideas here.
3: No, I like him. I like bringing Larry out. he can play
1: them against each other when he finally Mm -hmm. reveals himself. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Like, who are you going to believe? Aurora, the pilot with authority? And a a shiny suit? Oh, and we could have the low class versus high class versus authority uh, relationship Mm -hmm. dynamics going on here. Mm Because why not... Why not have social commentary going on here? What?
3: Science fiction never does
1: social commentary. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was expecting more social commentary with the the, the food division thing. The, well, the ca- it kind of doesn't work
2: because we see him in the cafeteria, and then we see him regularly hanging out in the bar and
0: fancy restaurants.
4: Right. <laughs> it didn't. You've make racked sense. up
0: fifty million in in debt. Oh, wait. Money means nothing here? Oh.
1: Is that going to go to his, like, family after?
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Just How imagine, do- like, 19 years later and they see the bill. <laughs> 90 years later.
3: Oh, my. Well, actually, keep that in your back pocket, you guys. Keep that in your back pocket for, okay. for my fix.
1: How do the rations work? Magic? If they're eating food for 99 years. Oh, yeah. Good call.
0: That's food for 5,000 plus fee- uh, people, Pip.
2: Yeah. Uh, and they break and they do eventually
0: start using chickens.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's true. They 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 grew chickens. Wow. Yep. <laughs> In the promenade, Pip. They have the Deep Space Nine Promenade. And they have frozen chickens.
3: I will say, I was kind of hoping that we'd see some potatoes somewhere. Just because <laughs> there's nothing funnier on this earth than watching people who know about potatoes get angry about potatoes and media.
0: <laughs> 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 so we're going to talk about the Martian.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The potato discourse is serious and real.
1: Uh, right.
2: So who's next?
1: I believe it's either you or me, Al. Because I have to go before Kat, apparently. Yeah. Oh. Al.
2: Oh, okay. So I am also going to keep The first part of the movie was
0: Chris Pratt uh, going space crazy. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah, I also like the term "space crazy."
2: (laughs) It's a long, long and storied term. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: (laughs) But the second she he wakes up, we no longer have Chris Pratt at point of view.
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh man! I should have gone first.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is you have done this to yourself.
1: I did. Go on.
2: Anyways, what I'm thinking is to go full on uh, psycho with this. God was-
0: damn it!
3: <laughs> 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 I was going to use the exact same analogy. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew.
2: Uh, but uh, we follow her as she goes about this ship and meets this totally creepazoid guy who is very familiar with her. Hmm.
1: Make it subtle at first.
2: Yeah. He's like, hi there. I was also forced forced woken up. Wow, this place is shit. Right? (laughs) It's kind of like like in that article you wrote. What?
0: Nothing. (laughs) I mean, breakfast?
3: (laughs) 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 Now, would you- would you start the movie at that point, or are you starting the movie back with Chris Pratt? I'm
2: starting the movie with Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. We're starting from his point of view.
3: Explain the Psycho thing.
2: So in the movie Psycho, we start out with, uh, what's her name?
3: Uh, Janet Lee. Yeah. Yes.
2: And she ends up at the, uh, Bates Hotel, and then she gets super murdered.
4: hmm
1: We follow her for, like, half an hour before we even get to the Bates Motel and set up like it's a, uh, uh, Action heist sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then
3: suddenly the genre shifts. Yep. Uh uh-uh. uh. A boy's best friend is his mother.
2: And we follow, uh, little, old Norman Bates uh, and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, who is the, who is the villain. Well, and, you know, well, I'm suggesting it's kind of the reverse of that.
3: Okay.
0: So you're following the villain
2: first then? Yeah. As he goes space crazy.
4: Space crazy.
2: <laughs> and when Aurora wakes up, you know, at first she's like, okay, yeah. She's like, yeah, he's alright. Kind of cute. I mean, I wouldn't date him. <laughs> he's kind of giving off a space crazy vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but then still more things start to pile up in the kind of sort of stalking me kind of thing. All those cute little gifts.
1: Watching her when she uh, when she swims. Oh mm-hmm. God! Sorry. How do facts. you know
0: my favorite dessert was trifle? Uh, it's mine too. What is?
4: What the are odd? the odds? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still <laughs> laughing.
0: Laughing is a thing we do.
2: But she starts getting suspicious arthur the bartender because of his uh programming can't tell her what jim did but he can like try to give her clues
3: Ooh,
2: uh,
3: i like robots trying to fight against their own programming
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> The letter of the law that's the robot
0: way <laughs> quick, quick quick question when arthur revealed that jim did it on during the aurora birthday scene did jim's Say anything to Arthur that kind of gave the programming workaround that he oh, needed. Yeah, yeah. He yeah said, no um, secrets. Yep, no more secrets. They
3: have no secrets. And he
1: said, you heard the lady. You
0: know, he confirmed <laughs> with
1: Chris Pratt, is that so? Chris Pratt said, you heard the lady. Ah. And then Robot's like, okay.
0: I thought that was the case, but I didn't feel like rewinding to double check.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. That was like one of the moments in the movie where I actually felt a true emotion. Because I was bored oh, yeah. a lot of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Aww.
4: Aww.
1: But during that bit, I was like actually anxious. So I'm like, oh, okay.
3: Good job, this scene. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, no, it's true. I knew something was going to happen. He's like making the wedding ring. I'm like, you're going to get fucked, but not the way you want. <laughs> when
1: we met Arthur, I was like, oh, you're going to be the one to tell her. But anyway, Alex, you go.
4: Yeah.
2: So uh, as her suspicion mounts, she's like, okay, I know this is kind of shitty, but I'm breaking into his room to find some fucking clues. Mm-hmm. And that's where she finds the hypopod manual. I was
3: going to say, dun, I thought you were going to say the seven dead wives. I was expecting
1: <laughs> the the cameras, because he oh. put a camera on that robot.
0: Yeah. Oh. Ew. Or D, all of the above. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all, oh my God, all the previous women, he's unfrozen.
0: Ooh. Yeah, we don't- It's f- actually been 10 years. Ooh. Oh my
3: God. I'm changing, no, I'm- I hadn't even thought of that one until just now, but I would love it if this is she's just the most recent one.
4: Mm.
2: <laughs> or the others were just practice runs. Ah, <laughs>
4: uh, oh,
2: I messed that one up. Whoops.
3: She didn't love me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but no, she finds the manual with all his copious notes
3: yeah
2: and the also who kind of the crazy sprawl and she's going to love me all over
3: yeah <laughs> she's going to love me she's going to love me I know so much about her she knows so much about me now she's going to love me
2: <laughs> no and then it becomes it pretty much what Bren was doing with uh, with Gus, except it's just her versus Chris who's pretty much got uh, control of, of all the systems except for a uh, command yeah except for the command and stuff and uh she. Finally finds a way through.
3: She blows it up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, she goes <laughs> to the center of the thing. She's like, you motherfucker. I'm going to blow this shit up. And he's like, no, I'll go outside and I'll save us. She's like, okay, yeah, you go outside and save us. <laughs> blow you up too.
2: Or for a action, an adventure climber. Alexa, you know, she's being chased into the, uh, the reactor, which is melting down. And mm-hmm. for some convenience sake he ends up uh, chasing her, her through the, the vent off tunnel mm-hmm. and then the blast shield goes down and she gives off a one of the, those quips of you need to cool off
0: oh,
3: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. that's bad all of a
0: sudden arnold schwarzenegger just appears and gives a thumbs up <laughs> and then flies away
3: oh my god like the Terminator. <laughs> mm-hmm. <opposite> <laughs> sorry yeah um i would say i love that i would say that they spend a lot of the beginning of the movie making sure that he is that his decision almost seems okay
0: sympathetic yes
3: exactly and i think that you'd need to cut that a lot
0: yeah
2: there would have to be some uh him looking in
0: chris pratt and sad shots cut
3: oh
4: yeah
0: i worry that chris pratt i love the guy i think he's you know great in humorous roles i don't know i've never seen him do a villain
3: yet
1: great place to try out
3: yeah oh yeah True.
1: i'm willing to give him
3: this opportunity have you ever seen that somebody did a brief recut of passengers just as if the movie was starting from uh jennifer lawrence's point of view
0: Mm. Uh, and then they reveal
3: oh yeah and then like the camera pans over and there's chris pratt looking like the creepiest motherfucker in the known universe and i'm like yeah he could do horror
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, <laughs> yep, 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 yep.
1: I'm just not sure how much you have to change in the beginning because you can make him seem sympathetic, and then the second half, you know, sort of pound home that no, no, none of that shit was okay.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. have a have Jennifer for Laura once she, when she-, when she realized, is that, like, and go into a fucking panic attack. Mm-hmm. The past few months have
0: been a lie. Yeah, in all realness, I think he would have just fucking been killed because. <laughs>
3: I would have yeah. killed him, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No, totally. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have been suspicious from the start. Like, oh, really? The
0: pods never malfunction.
3: <laughs> You've been awake this whole time and I accidentally woke up? The only other yeah. girl around here? Hmm.
4: The mm. time
1: difference was what made it suspicious. He should have pretended that like he just woke up, too. <laughs>
3: yeah. He should have woken up multiple people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> ten other people. I'm serious, like that. Like if he had woken up about ten other people, frankly, it like oh no, the deaths of ten people. Well, fine, you're already fucked on that level anyway. But then maybe you won't have the danger of somebody else going crazy, and you won't seem like such a fucking creepazoid.
0: But that's still killing ten
3: people. I'd rather kill ten people that way than be that creepy. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> so your, your solution to not being that creepy is to kill tw- ten more people.
3: Look, I mean. <laughs> There's clearly something wrong with the ship. I True. might as well either just die by myself or wake up a bunch more people.
1: See, I was thinking the die by myself option, though, because yeah. I'm morbid and uh, vindictive. <laughs> the,
0: the trick, though, is that it is established that if they didn't do anything to fix the ship, everyone would die mm-hmm. at oh, the yeah. end of the movie there. Now, that being said, there has to be... like. I think they gave up on the crew quarters too early (laughs) because I'd be like, okay, let's see. Oh, the door is reinforced. Let's try the walls.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Like I'm surprised they didn't go for the wall. That's one of my favorite gags is, you know, oh, no, this door is impenetrable is the wall. Around the mm-hmm. door. <laughs> uh, so once- actually, what's funny?
0: What's funny is that the the show Burn Notice did exactly that mm-hmm. in like one of the first episodes of the series. It's like, yeah, that door is reinforced, but the wall next to it is just drywall. Uh. Smash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, once Gus woke up, why didn't they gen- then, right then, wake up another crew member instead of like at the last moment explain away why they didn't?
0: Uh- Yeah, you'd think the crew would have, you know, emergency hibernation pods. They got to do shit. They're they're a crew. (laughs) What are they there for?
3: (laughs) They're not paying customers, guys. So, you know, they're expendable. They should have been the first to get fucked up. I'm also really surprised that they didn't have that as an emergency. But that goes back to the problems with the company itself.
0: Well, uh, at the start of the movie, actually, that's another plot point that well i guess it doesn't really affect the story as told but like chris pratt does send a a message back and they get a message they they, they in theory get a message back in 56 years <laughs> it could just be a, a a great big i'm sorry from the homestead corporation here's access to the super mega awesome deluxe level <laughs>
1: <laughs> they broke into 40 years earlier yeah.
0: yeah
3: all right al is that you
0: yeah i'm done Alright. I'm, I'm digging the space horror.
3: Oh, I think
1: space horror was really the way to go, but. Yeah, uh, uh I was going to use the exact same psychoanalogy.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Pip.
1: <laughs> Are you, though? Well, I can't now. Um, but I'm, before I switch gears into something else, uh, suddenly, I, uh, and with very little planning, um. Musical. God, that'd be amazing. Uh, but before <laughs> I do that, I just want to add brief details and say, a uh, uh, Jim kills Gus. Ooh. Nice, mm-hmm. and also the moment of transition. Uh, I can actually just see it in my head when Chris, when Jim, whatever wakes up Aurora. We then you know, pan to her as she's waking up, and we get the exact same waking up sequence as he did, mm. and sort of restarting it that way.
3: Oh, can you imagine? Because in the beginning, when uh, when he was waking up, the camera panned, I believe. With his cryo bed into the wake up chamber or whatever, it would be really great if the it, the exact same thing happened with uh, Aurora, but he stayed at, and got pulled out of the shot. You know, mm. so like this creepy presence in the back, who's now effectively hiding,
1: mm. or or we have a, a shot looking on at Aurora as she's talking and she's moving towards the camera. Uh, and we still see him standing in the same place in the background until she just fills up the screen. Mm
3: hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that.
1: Yeah. Love it. Uh, and then we, I'm gonna say swirl, even though that's not the right term, uh, to her POV watching the video. Mm
4: hmm. Mm
1: hmm. Anyway, so, god damn, I hate that we are so similar.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
1: even know you knew Psycho that well.
2: I
0: haven't actually ever watched it.
1: God damn it. I've actually watched what? it. What? Son of a. I don't even like horror, and I've seen Psycho. Anyway. I've watched
0: in 16... Mil- I actually... One of my old jobs was a uh, film projectionist mm. back at my uh, old student-run theater back at Vandy, and... For Halloween, we did Psycho, played on 16mm. Ooh. Ooh. It was fun.
3: I watched Psycho for the first time in high school. I already knew the plot. I knew who Bates was. I knew the whole situation. But I was in a psychology class with, you know, people from our hometown. There was one person who had never been spoiled, had no idea. Oh, wow. She got to the end of the movie, and she was like, what the Oh my god! Like, it was astonishing to watch her. It was actually more entertaining watching her than it was to see the movie. Because you're like, this is what it was like for the people who first saw this film. Holy shit! (laughs)
0: Wow! Ah, yes.
3: Anyway,
1: so, my story treatment. Yes. So, since Alex took my plot... Very (laughs) cruelly. I am going to, instead, last night when I mentioned that I finished Passengers and that I had opinions, Alex responded and he typoed. Uh, he uh-huh. said fun rhymes instead of fun times. Oh no. oh, no. So I'm thinking, what if we turn this whole thing into the rhyme of the ancient mariner?
3: Oh, Ooh. not where I thought you were going. Keep going. Talk to me about uh, this.
0: I thought you were going to go full tilt into musical. so I'm, I'm surprised. Same. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: Listen. Here, Pip, tell the audience about the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Well, it is an ancient geez, mariner, sir, and
2: he's top if one of three.
3: By
1: long beard and are going, I, wherefore stopst thou me? So this one time. <laughs>
4: <Nerds>. <laughs> uh
1: this one time so there is this ancient mariner, right?
3: Yep. <laughs> this is a poem by Samuel Coleridge. Go on. Uh
1: and it's like a fucking novel length poem. Yep. Like the longest poem uh in English uh, that what? anyone's ever heard of to date. To date. Um and it's about this or this guy goes to his wedding. Uh, and there's this mariner outside, this is an ancient mariner. Who is who's stopping people seemingly at random to try to get them to listen to his story.
2: Listen to my story.
1: Damn
0: it, I was going to say that. <laughs> I'm just doing everything today.
1: Now who's the nerd? Uh Basically, he he tells the person who's sort of telling the story of the story of the ancient mariner uh, stops listening to him. Uh, he tells the story of how the ancient mariner had been on a ship doing something, whaling maybe. As one does. As one does. While he's on the ship, he uh, foolishly shoots an albatross, uh, which is a, a symbol of good luck. Not when you shoot it. No, it's not. It's bad luck when you shoot it. Shit goes downhill from there. Mm-hmm. You know, At first, everyone's all mad at him because, oh my god, he shot the albatross. Things are going to suck. Then it seems as if things aren't going to suck, and everyone's all like, yay! And at that point, hmm. All the mythical magical things were like, what the shit are you doing celebrating this? Now we're pissed. <laughs> uh, and now things are going to turn to shit.
0: <laughs> we were going to give you a pass. <laughs>
1: they were. And then you had to be a dick about it. So then all the wind stops and they're stranded. Uh He gets the albatross slung across around his neck as a sign of, you did this fucking thing. Look, you carry this guilt with you. They're, I think all the other sailors die and turn yep. into zombies. Good times. Of course, skeletons. It's, uh, I'm dead. Same
3: death. I'm dead. Let's go with the skeletons.
1: <laughs> there are slimy, <laughs> uh, things in the ocean, not of the usual slimy variety. You know, it has the, f- the famous line, water, water everywhere, nor,
0: and not a drop, and to, not drink. A drop to drink. A nor-
1: to- and all the boards to shrink. water, water anywhere, nor any drop to drink. Yeah,
2: really? Is that
3: right. where that's from? Yeah, yeah it's from yes. the, of the ancient manor. Well, hot damn, guys. It's not from The Simpsons. I actually thought it was from. I thought it was from Lewis Carroll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everything is awful and terrible, and eventually he gets back to dry land. And I'm not sure if he takes it upon himself or if he is forever doomed.
0: He is compelled. I think
1: he's he is compelled to tell this story to uh, people he feels need to hear it. Okay. Uh, so he's not stopping people at random. He's sort of seeing people and going, "You need to hear the story of this,"
3: which is disturbing in its own right. <laughs>
0: yeah hey you look like a dick (laughs) stop it
3: you look like an albatross is this year's fashion for your neck
0: (laughs) which actually uh appropriately enough for moss chris um i think one of the traditions that we tend to have for reals is uh when we don't feel like saying what we got each other for christmas (laughs) before the date uh we just say oh we, I got in albatross. I think
3: Because like to apparently, apologize. I think
0: we just hate each other.
3: I'd like to apologize. I think I started that yeah, one. You did. You did. Um, and, oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Not that some of us are bitter. <laughs> and what's really hmm. terrible is that because you have a go to answer, it's really easy to withstand the begs and pleadings of one's siblings. <laughs> hey, Alex, do you <laughs> want to know what you're getting for Christmas?
2: What am I getting for Christmas, Kat?
3: It's an albatross. <laughs> What kind of albatross? A flight one. <laughs> nice. Thank you. This is a dead albatross. Yeah, that's part of where the joke goes as well. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, so, so back to Passengers, and how are you tying in rhyme of the Ancient Mariner into this?
1: Uh, albatross! With, with difficulty, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I have faith in you. We've been trying to salvage as much as we can so far, but mm-hmm. I think if I'm going to go rhyme of the Ancient Mariner on it... I have to jettison a lot.
0: Do it. You're you're nuking it from orbit.
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no
0: one of us has <laughs> to. One of us has to. Fair it's enough. tradition.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> so I'm keeping somehow he's going to end up alone on that ship because that is classic I'm with the ancient mariner. Mm-hmm. Uh it's going to involve other people being alive at the start, I think. Uh which this is some of the point of the beginning bit, uh mm-hmm. but, you know, Whatever. <laughs> Fuck it.
0: How about the crew?
1: They either go first or they last longer. I'm not sure which. Also, I'm not thinking it. maybe I'll do some weird time stuff. So we get the isolation early at the beginning and we have flashbacks to when there were more and Ooh. how this is all his fucking fault.
0: Uh, <laughs> nice. Oh, wait, wait, Pip. Mm. Is is Jim like ship's crew mechanic level three or something oh. like that?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe he is the crew. Or a member of oh, the group. Nice. Yeah, no, nice. I like that.
2: Explains his mm. expertise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something has to. So we can have some flash forwards, flash backwards. Not flash forwards, but flash backwards, flash back. Uh,
0: Sideways and upside down. Oh,
1: time is meaningless.
0: <laughs> Wibbly wobbly. Tiny whiny.
1: Uh, he fucks up something. A metaphorical shooting of the albatross. <laughs> which is seemingly innocuous. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) No,
0: no, no. Uh, You know how I just realized you're describing? what Rimmer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's Red Dwarf! It's Red Dwarf taken seriously! It's Red Dwarf! Oh, shit! Here's the thing. I barely remember (laughs) Red Dwarf. Somebody else has to train it. Oh, my
0: God. So, uh, the ship Red Dwarf, a mining vessel, has a... uh, It's a comedy BBC (laughs) show... Um, also titled Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf, yes. Basically, the main character was put in cryo sleep because he- uh, Brought a cat on board. He brought a cat on board, so he's being disciplined until they could get back to the planet side and drop him off or whatever. Uh, the character Rimmer is brought back as a hologram to more or less torment the main character. And then later on, it's revealed that- It was Rimmer himself who had uh, caused the catastrophic radiation leak that killed the crew.
3: Except for our plucky main character.
0: Who was in cryosleep.
3: Who was in (laughs) cryosleep. And his cat. Oh, yeah. Who evolved. Of course. Naturally. As one does, <laughs> but yeah, okay. hmm. yeah, Sorry. no, it's it's Red Dwarf taken seriously. You know what? Own it. Yeah. Keep going.
1: No, it's fine, and it helps. I barely remember Red Dwarf, and maybe I should rewatch it. It's fun. I worry that if I rewatch it, I won't find it funny anymore. Like my humor will have changed. But anyway, it's
0: uh, it's still very British
2: humor. Some mm. of it doesn't work anymore, but some of it really works.
3: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so you've aged. Different jokes will be different funny. Ah, fair enough. So yeah, he
1: done fucked up. He somehow survives. Um, uh, I'm trying to figure out how Jennifer Lawrence still fits into it. Does she? I'm not sure she does. Maybe she's the one he's telling the story to. Hmm. I don't know.
2: Maybe she's the albatross.
1: <gasps> There's that gasp. <sighs> Ding. <laughs> um, there has to be a pretty name for albatross, uh,
3: instead of Aurora. Albatross, Aurora. I think that we already have the Color connect- Lark. Huh. I was thinking maybe Allie. No, but I mean, like, give it another fucking bird name. Eh, fair
1: enough. Starling. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if I lean into the the red dwarf thing and there's a radiation thing, uh things got mutated, mm. and then I've got all these slimy things in the ocean rising up only in space.
0: Ah, oh. oh. space mutants. Ooh, it's slimy in space. Uh, uh
1: and yeah. the food things. Uh, start malfunctioning.
0: Water, water everywhere.
1: Tell all the boards sh- does drink water, water everywhere, nor any drop to drink.
0: Hmm. So is he like an old man when they arrive at Homestead 2 or something and just tells the tale?
1: Yeah, this might, uh, you know, maybe the sh- trip is shorter or he wakes up or whatever later, uh, so that he's still alive but old, uh, when they get to mm-hmm. Homestead. I never quite understood if there was already stuff there or not.
2: Uh, I no. think it was a new world. Yeah, they were colonizing. Like, all, all the stuff in the crates were uh, stuff for uh, colonizing.
1: Mm-hmm. Why, then why would the first ship be
3: so luxury?
0: Uh, because it's it's privately run, Pip. It's a cruise and a colony ship. The
3: rich people aren't the first one there. No, that's why the, the workers and so on got a price cut on their tickets.
2: And the ones who are getting the luxury tickets are the new
0: rich.
1: But it still needs to hmm. be made habitable first, otherwise even the new rich aren't gonna go there.
0: Yeah, I have to go there and work? Oh my god, I, I think I'll hop on the first ship back.
3: <laughs> Guys, speaking purely from a thing I'm making up, one must also consider that these rich assholes do have a valuable purpose, and that's called genetic diversity. If for no Ooh. other reason, they're increasing the breeding stock. <laughs> Yeah. then get more workers you expect me to fix this business problem <laughs> not happening oh, oh. yes wait wait, wait.
2: <laughs> that's good seg how would you fix this yeah i think me? i'm done
3: you <laughs> go me you say yes well i'm actually extremely pleased to be going last because <laughs> i have a solution none of y'all have thought of whatever
1: Hi. oh my god
2: uh-huh. and you thought uh, you would have to contend with pep
3: Well, here's the thing. If Hip didn't pull out what I thought she was going to pull out, I was going to do the horror one. Yeah, exactly. But I'm glad that she went first. And then, I mean, I'm glad Alex went first so that uh, I still get to do my thing. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Here's the deal. Guys, about this business, do we have any guarantee at all that there's shit all at the end of this rainbow?
0: You know... That was one of the thoughts I had, was like, is this all some evil corporation's sadistic game? They
1: were mm-hmm. very insistent that, no, no, this will be paradise at the beginning.
2: Everything yep. will like, be fine. Like, we got the
1: exposition more than once.
2: Everything yep. is fine.
3: There's no backup to anything. There's no way to get back in contact with anybody. There's shit all.
2: No way to reach the crew.
3: No way to reach the crew. See- Is
2: there a crew? Mm -hmm.
3: Mm. See, this is what I'm imagining in my dark evilness. Imagine you own a company on Earth. There is uh, overpopulation. People want to leave. They want to colonize. Imagine you can charge them any amount of fucking money you want and people will go. And they'll go to this paradise place, and nobody will be able to fact-check that for about 200 years.
4: Uh. Yeah. <laughs>
3: just imagine if you were an asshole. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, just- <laughs> Not <laughs> hard there. for some of us. <laughs> oh, Deep cuts.
3: I'm just saying that, let's say it had to be a certain level of nice, because, of course, you want to show something to the investors, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But...
3: One of these guys wakes up. Maybe it's not paradise at the other end. Maybe these people get quote unquote frozen and, you know, whatever. They're going to fucking... If somebody finds the ship in the future, oh no, I guess it must have just missed its mark. Womp womp.
2: Got way there, Damn.
3: But anyway, some dude wakes up. Hey, Jim. And he's coming across perhaps some of the issues. You know, there's supposed to be really luxury food or whatever. Is there? Nope. Yeah, there's some sustainability issues. Meanwhile, he's trying to wake up some of the crew. He's really working at that, really working at that. Maybe he gets in. And when he gets in, he discovers, wait, shit, this isn't the fucking crew.
0: It's all empty pods.
3: Or even just more passengers who are told something else. <laughs> in fact, it'd be great if he woke up the person who thought he thought was the captain. Shit. And it was Aurora? That's Aurora. And she's like, why the fuck you wake me up?
0: You're the captain, aren't
3: you? And she's like, uh... No, I'm an author.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm a captain of the written word.
3: What? (laughs) And so the thrill is... The thrill and the mystery is figuring out what the fuck's going on and how they've been fucked over by the home base. You know, and and then you can get the, the whole parable of, like, you know, all that is glitters is not gold, and so on and so forth. My... I don't quite know how to get to an ending, except possibly the idea that, no, they make it so that the ship doesn't fucking blow up. And, you know, they they do make it sustainable. They wake up people. Yeah, they do make the ship their home so that it does become through their own uh whatever
0: ingenuity yeah
3: ingenuity a successful quote-unquote mission and they send a big fuck you note back to earth to (laughs) (laughs) say arrest these assholes here's all our evidence
0: (laughs) go to this retirement home
3: (laughs) well it's a corporation corporations are people as you know Mm. yeah
0: kind of ethics of yeah Yeah.
3: but that's Mm. why corporations are great You're trusting Mm. them, right? It's all automated. Just off you go, and it's time for us to get the next ship started. Need lots more colonies. (laughs) But, like, if you think, like, if Elon Musk said, uh, you know, hey, I've got this uh, ship, let's do this, who wants to go? How many people do you think would actually be like, fuck yeah, without really checking?
0: Oh, way too many.
3: Doing any of the math on that one?
0: Uh, Entirely too many people.
3: Yeah. And who would be fucking rich from it? Anybody who invested in that company. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Say. <laughs> now, uh, uh, the, the thought occurs on in, in your version of the this the, the passengers universe. I just imagine that that bar that the characters go to all the time. The booze is probably really shitty. Then yep. it's like, oh man, this is this is the vodka that comes in plastic bottles. What the <laughs> hell?
3: Yeah, no, totally. And you know, the robot knows something, but you have to know the right questions to ask. You know, mm. stuff like that. But also I'm surprised that nobody mentioned uh uh or re brought back the idea that it looks like the barman from The Shining, which is just like yet another hint that this should have been horror slash thriller slash mystery mm. or something. Yeah. I wanted to
2: work that in, but I was I was already too deep into psycho.
3: Fair enough. <laughs> like I, I think
0: I mean, tying into, like, the original thoughts behind the screenplay, I think that's the angle they were going for was, like, psychodrama mm-hmm. or psychological drama of the main character doing something really shitty and then maybe spending the rest of the movie trying to atone for it.
3: But then his really sexy lamp showed up <laughs> and apparently needed to have her own lines.
4: Uh, Sorry,
3: I have I, Yeah, I'm, I'm so impressed with his needing to have a lot of drama at the expense of her. Yeah, yeah. there's no forgiveness there. <laughs> but see, I like my way where, yeah, no, he does make this decision, and but it's a rational and logical decision. It just doesn't fucking <laughs> work right.
0: And this kind of shows, like, around the command center. It's like, look, you are in the command seat. He says <laughs> captain right on your
3: pod. I am in first class. Captain stands for the my position on the volleyball team. <laughs> but I love the idea, like, and they end up waking up more people just trying to, like, figure out the fuck's going on. And that becomes, like, the basis for the the new crew, as it were, trying to save the ship and figure out what's going on.
2: And we have
0: Zen on drums.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, to seek out new life and...
3: <laughs> organizations and corporations. Yeah. Okay. So I want to make mine a business corporation thriller uh, in the future. Cool. Cool.
4: Yep
0: let's recap so i had gus as the villain
4: mm-hmm.
0: so we have a little human on human drama with some mistaken um accusations flying around
4: mm-hmm.
0: which i think is fun well what what, what did al have the psycho, the psycho. <laughs> stealing it from Pip. <laughs>
1: Damn. like word for word <laughs> <laughs> sorry
0: pip had uh as a very hasty option uh, red dwarf but for serious
1: with with some <laughs> literary allusions because i'm fucking classy y'all <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah but 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 for reals was actually rhyme of the ancient mariner and just, i'm just imagining chris pratt and old man makeup <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> listen to my tale. why do you look so <laughs> buff
1: see i'm imagining him with a glittery h on his
0: forehead <laughs> awesome Oh, he programs a hologram of himself to, to warn of the dangers. Awesome. <laughs> and then we have Cat as corporations are the evil.
3: Yes. Evil people. Evil people. I just want to sort out the issue of what exactly everyone was paying for. <laughs> you want to make this ship make sense. Exactly.
0: It kind of reminds me of uh, the Fallout Shelters from the Fallout series of games, mm. where each one served a purpose of being a Fallout Shelter. But also doubled as being social experiments performed on the dwellers inside.
3: For whose?
0: Because science. For whose benefit?
3: Actually, you know what? Though, like taking that, what if they're not actually in space at all? <laughs> Take their money to send them to a homeworld and then just bury them somewhere. <laughs>
2: wow. They're not actually
3: in space.
2: He goes to airlock himself, and
0: then, <laughs> is this is this
2: a skybox? <laughs>
0: Is this Idaho? <laughs> uh, I, I worry about that being one too many. Uh,
3: one too many reveals.
0: Yeah. Also, just you have to make sure it's planted early on in the story that that's a possibility to happen. Otherwise, it kind of feels like a M. Night Shyamalan-esque twist. Mm.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I I like the idea of them being in space. I want to play out the actual dangers of I – like, I like science fiction that legitimately looks at the issues inherent with – the premise being given. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I think, I think yours kind of has like a nice original sci-fi story bend to it. Thank
3: you. So I think that we successfully managed to find four different solutions to this. Yeah. Despite the fact that I think we were all thinking the same thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's, let's tone down the creepiness factor by all.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Or, Really lean into it and just accept that's what it is.
0: Yeah. Let's not make him the good guy in that case. Yeah. One of those Lean things. into
1: and maybe one.
3: refocus the creepy. Yeah. Exactly. Guys, do you realize what time it is?
2: Is it time to play a game? Dun, dun, dun.
3: <gasps> game, time! game time! Game time!
2: Yeah.
0: All right. So what game shall we play today? Because
1: I think we should do special appearance by. <gasps>
0: All right. We're doing that. Okay. Awesome.
1: I'm going first. <laughs> Go for it. No, so what happens if a meta character, a
3: character from another story, appears? A meta character, one of those characters that, you know what, is is such a f- powerhouse in their own story that they would warp the story of any other universe they appeared in?
1: Yeah. Or I'm going to say just one that you like. Fuck Fair it. enough. <laughs> That's just sort of my approach to life. Fuck it. <laughs> Indeed. What I'm thinking, right, uh, is it's a Chris playing a gym in space, <laughs> right? Uh,
4: oh, no.
1: And there's another Wait. Chris who plays a Jim in space, and that's Chris Pine playing Jim Kirk
0: in no! space. <laughs>
1: Fuck you! I'm doing it. <laughs> okay, Captain. Because <laughs> all right, Jim Kirk. Because actually, I I have in my notes, this like sort of early on, what if this is a Star Trek app from the other side?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a really shitty botany bay <laughs> oh <yes. laughs> my
3: god oh wow <laughs> or that that episode from tos where like he's on that ship with the girl that he's supposed to fuck and give her a venereal disease uh, and that will somehow oh, decrease yeah. the population of her world <laughs> that was so weird and they put they put him on a fake enterprise And anytime he looks out the window, there's, like, just crowds of people in bodysuits. Yeah, that's so creepy. I know. That was a great (laughs) episode.
0: (laughs) So you have Jim Kirk showing up, Uh, uh, or maybe with the Enterprise crew supporting.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Play it out. You know, on the Enterprise, what we'd have is we'd have them scanning a weird uh, object in space and going, what the shit is this? Scanning, you know... Uh, there are life forms, but most of them seem to be uh in cryo. There are two alive. They're not responding to our hails. Maybe one of the characters had a bright idea of putting on a uh, distress signal. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the the other less efficient gym. <laughs> uh, so we're like, okay, we need to figure this out. Uh, so while they're figuring stuff out on the Enterprise, the what is it, the Avalon? They're still doing mm-hmm. their thing. <laughs> Like possibly <laughs> up to and including the creepy bit. Mm-hmm, so by mm-hmm. the time uh, the Enterprise crew comes on, uh, they get stuck in the middle of, of, I hate the phrase, but the he said, she said, uh, what happened thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And all that's going on. And so they sort of get uh, caught up. Uh, and there's the ship being fucking uh, weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, predictably, do the transporters fail? <laughs>
1: the transporters always fail. Of course they do.
0: They're, they're the transporters, friend.
1: <laughs> and Kirk is the one who goes to uh, open the door. Uh, and the transporters work just in time. Because that's what <laughs> they do. Oh, I do. see. Oh, I ah. see. And the
3: end, instead of getting blown up by fire. Yeah. How did he even survive that? Well, he no no uh
0: in, in the original script uh yeah that that scene doesn't happen it's instead all the rest of the pods being kind of ejected into space somehow
1: yeah yeah
2: why even have that function
1: <laughs>
2: good question <laughs> what does she, why does she even have that ever
1: <laughs> uh then it becomes just sort of a classic star trek episode uh, where they find the problem, they go, what the shit is the problem? And then they fix the problem. Possibly with Spock being all Vulcan about it. <laughs> uh, McCoy uh, Bones is the one looking at the actual, you know, interaction going on between Chris Pratt, Jim, and Aurora. And going, wait a minute. And if I'm going with the new Trek, uh, he's one, he goes, this isn't cool. Uh, as opposed to TOS Jim, who might've had a bad habit of going, oh, let's side with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you pretty little head. But new Trek, they don't stand for this sort of shit.
3: <laughs> uh, we'd like to think so anyway.
1: Yeah. And then they save the day. They save the pods. Uh, they maybe uncover the uh, corporation plot.
3: Nice, As always.
1: Thank you. Because I also have to explain why the Enterprise can go so fast and they are going so slow. Oh, excellent point. Yeah. Uh, so to them, it seems like the a ship uh, drifting in space.
4: Oh,
3: damn.
0: Or maybe the first thing that failed was the ship's trajectory- and the wake-up cycle for the pods. Mm. So, like, everybody's been cry asleep. They've actually been floating around for, like, a thousand years or something.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice. It'd be awesome if they, like, no, they did the complete, like, congratulations, hundred years or whatever it was that they were supposed to sleep. And they wake up and they're like, ah, and now we're on our planet. Where's the planet? Shit.
0: <laughs> well, that kind of does reduce the Chris Pratt waking up early thing, though.
3: I know, but then we get all the fun of mass hysteria and uh, political shenanigans <laughs> with it. Okay. okay. It's a different kind of story, but equally fun. All right, all right so you have Jim Kirk. Yep. Okay. Right,
2: I'll go next. Oh, Allison.
3: Oh, you're going to go? Okay.
2: I'm going to go with, because it's in space as well, Zaphod Brebelbox. Who? Zaphod, oh. Zaphod Brebelbox from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide.
3: Okay, speak more on this. I do not know this character because I foolishly have never read it. <gasps> wow. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, guys. Oh. And then it became
1: that we had no sister.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: you two still have a sister. You've got me. Don't be this way. Oh. <laughs> You're down the sister.
0: Right. I thought I was going to be lucky. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> All right. So, Zephod, go. For those that
2: don't know, Zephod is pretty much a space con artist who became a president to steal a spaceship.
1: Oh, that looks sounds too familiar now.
2: Yeah. And that spaceship is equipped with
0: the... Uh, Infinite improbability drive, yep.
2: and so it, it's able to uh, pretty much when it's narratively convenient, it brings you through
0: there, <laughs> and does whatever is also narratively convenient. It's it's fun. I yeah. love it.
2: So, such as when Arthur Death and Ten Four Prefect got uh, airlocked, they, they held their breath for a few moments uh, and got picked up by the Heart of Gold,
1: which is the name of the ship.
2: Yeah. So, all right, I'm thinking Zephod activates the ship because he l- he wants to get get a drink, <laughs> <laughs> and it brings him to this other ship floating out in space it's got nothing else but it's got a bar
0: <laughs> a really nice looking yeah. one
1: yeah and like no line no
0: yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the that's the important
4: thing yeah.
1: <laughs> it's always open there are only two other customers and they are not there half the time <laughs> they're they're still there too often
0: <laughs> one of them's clearly pissed at the other <laughs> he just
1: pokes at them to see what happens
2: yeah yeah it's like so what's uh, what's going on here and learns the situation I understand. Hey there, there, lady. How would you like to come board my ship, which isn't going to be drifting around, owned in space for ninety years? Want to go explore the galaxy?
3: Chris Pratt is not invited.
0: Oh
1: no, <laughs>
4: not
1: at all. And then she
3: proceeds to come out and shoot all the men. Yeah. She and the robot get together, <laughs> but no, I like it.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Inject some fun into this. <laughs> Oh, you That's want do. fun, do you?
4: Uh-oh.
3: You want fun, you say? Well, we yep. don't have time for fun. We have some serious accounting to get to. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim is going to wake up Ben Wyatt uh. from Parks and Rec.
2: <laughs> are you talking about the same Ben Wyatt who whose financial decisions led to the ruin of his town?
3: He was 18. You know are saying that they, they would let the Ice Clown colonize another world? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Ben Wyatt from Parks and Recreation, uh, was a good at accounting. He was a city planner, manager. manager person. Yeah. Although he did not do the people end of it. And one time when he was 18, he was elected to town mayor and then bankrupted the entire town with, uh.
0: With an ice palace, yeah.
3: With an ice palace. However, leaving that aside, I can see <laughs> Chris Pratt, who was also in Parks and Rec. Um, Jim, I mean. <laughs> You know, being like, no, I can't be creepy. Can't be creepy. I'm gonna find somebody who's useful who can maybe help me contact. You know, the, the the people back home. Maybe they're not like talking to me because I'm some lower class whatever. I'll find somebody who can speak their language. So he wakes up Ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt, who proceeds to quietly freak out all over the place while at the same time being like, I'm in space. This is because Ben Wyatt's an enormous nerd. But then he's going through the systems, and that's how they realize that corporate fuckery from my plot.
0: <laughs> in, in general, just having Adam Scott reveal those kind of uh, plot twists is always fun. Because he, he, he can do incredulous or, or just disbelief mm-hmm. uh, reveals really well. well. Look
3: on his goddamn face. Well, also, he, I can just see him like popping up into like the recreation center while, uh, Jim is bouncing around, like doing dancing games and just like the, like, we are busy here. <laughs> we have things to do. Are you not interested in whether or not we're going to land on a planet? We've got
0: 90 years. <laughs> is this
3: not something you're concerned about? <laughs> I'm concerned about it.
0: Did, did you not see our displays flickering this morning?
3: <laughs> did you not read my action plan? <laughs> I thought you were an engineer. Aren't you a mechanic or something? Does this not concern you the way it concerns me?
0: Also, you missed my Cones of Dunshire game I was playing with (laughs) Arthur.
3: Oh, Arthur would love Cones of Dunshire. Yeah. Of course he would. Oh my god.
0: And why won't you ever join me for Calzones? (laughs) Oh
3: my god. Oh my god. Can you imagine how sad he is? He knows that there's Calzones in the computer, but... He can never order them.
4: Aww. Oh, best
0: day is when he gets uh, Lawrence Fishburne's uh, <laughs> ID badge.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just whispering as he gets the calzone. <laughs> <gasps>
4: uh.
0: Just the look of, like, joy on his face as he bites into the calzone.
3: <laughs> like, as practical as we're seeing Chris Pratt in this movie being, I want somebody even more practical to pop up. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Who has a plan? <laughs>
3: Who has plan. Even if it's a stupid plan, it's still a plan. And, oh,
0: yeah. you
3: know, and then, of course, fig- I have a big competence porn thing. So the idea of, you know, watching somebody carefully go and following the money is, I don't know, that that strikes me as fun. So... No, I, I could
0: stand to see Adam Scott in more movies. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So disappointed and ghosted. I've,
3: I've uh, seen headlines that no. say good things. I mean, maybe we could try to make it past the pilot, but... Uh disappointed (laughs) but also side note ben
1: wyatt is one of my uh fictional ones you loves i mean i i just love ben wyatt so much
4: that's right
3: you fight me wait does he have enough love for both of us
1: uh we can only vie for second place against leslie yeah fair enough i accept
3: that right so bren you
0: well i was thinking uh it's kind of a tie between a couple of uh characters they portray because the thing i was thinking as i was watching passengers is how much fun would it be if our two leads were played by simon Pegg and nick frost
3: (gasps) (laughs) oh my god
0: and it becomes a farcical comedy instead as they're trying to fix a ship that's breaking
3: are you sure that's also not red dwarf
0: (laughs) it's probably a lot of red dwarf still but you know it's it's Updated for the modern age.
3: Still a good plot. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
3: So like, it's not even meta characters; it's meta actors. <laughs>
0: meta actors, but you know, kind of playing the the characters they more like you know a variation of say like the characters they played in Shaun of the Dead or mm-hmm. uh, maybe like an amalgamation between the the characters they played in the Cornetta trilogy. So like, like yeah.
4: yeah, yeah.
0: I think one thing that was a little bit lacking in Passengers was just the play between the leads which granted chemistry yeah, yeah they're, chemistry they're very yeah. Ill. Yeah. simon
3: peck and nick frost have fantastic chemistry oh yeah yeah
0: i i, I could see uh ed uh, in Shaun of the dead waking sean up yeah especially if they were friends before the trip started
3: hmm. oh yeah
0: and it's like Fuck i yeah. wake up i'm probably gonna wake up one of my friends and be like sorry dude <laughs> i need help the ship is breaking, what do? Like,
1: why'd you wake me up? I don't know anything about any of this. You were the one who went to college You know for I
3: year, <laughs> but you know it has to go for something. This trip was your idea in the
4: first place. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is they're they're bickering like an old married couple almost. <laughs> uh
2: but yeah You know what? I shouldn't have woken you up. I could have woken her up. And then oh,
1: points God.
3: at
0: Jennifer Lawrence.
3: And that is all we see <laughs> of her the entire show. That's the only thing. That's like that great gag in um in uh, Hot Fuzz where uh what's her head? Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett is in that movie, but we never see Kate anything thing. She's in her
1: one eyes. scene,
3: and all you can see are her eyes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so it's like
3: I could have woken her up, and there's Jennifer Lawrence looking you know, like gorgeous and Jennifer Lawrencey. And then uh and then it goes right back to Simon Peck and Nick Frost.
0: But yeah, just this the two of them bumbling around trying to fix this ship that's clearly breaking. Just having fun fixing a breaking ship around them. And maybe having a couple of heart-to-heart moments as they're like, why did you wake me up, man? It's like, come on, we we were going to go and, you know, populate this one. Well, not not <laughs> populate the world, but...
3: <laughs> why did you even want to go on this trip anyway?
0: I don't know. Well, why do you? They could have that heartfelt kind of conversation, which is uh, why I thought World's End was quite good, where, you know, there was actually like real issues happening mm-hmm. in the movie and they had some resolution by the end. You know, it's like, hey, they like maybe Nick Frost wanted to leave Earth mm-hmm. and Simon Pegg being his best friend was like, fuck it. Let's go. I have money. Let's do it.
3: But there's mm. a deeper reason yeah. they have to discover it. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. I want that, Uh, man. Yeah. Where does this bring us? Uh, I think this is the end.
0: Yes. So that was
2: Passengers, everyone. I think we all learned (laughs) something here today.
3: But what? Who knows?
2: Don't be creepy. Don't Don't be creepy. murder people. Yeah. Even
1: over a course of 90 years. Yeah. Don't murder people for sexy times. Just don't. Or for any reason. Murder them for other reasons. So...
2: (laughs) As always, if you have a story to submit, head on over to com slash submission. Follow us on Twitter at sacred, or send an email through contact at com. Your hosts have been Alex MacDonald, Brendan MacDonald, Pippin MacDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode, done by Brendan. Transcript by Ashley DeCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcripts are available at com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story is Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash no story is sacred. See you next time when we lead in the new year with a new listener request. We'll be talking about the producers.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, something I've never seen. I've never seen the producers. Wow. Huh. And, of course, uh, springtime for Hitler, right, of guys? Of course. Right?
0: Yeah, we'll, probably talk, we'll, we'll talk about that, too. I mean, yeah. come on.
2: Until then, we're No Story Sacred, and any story can be changed.
0: I'm Alex.
3: I'm Pippin. I'm Kat.
0: And I'm Brendan. And we're
4: No Story is Sacred.